So he's saying he's Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor. Yeah, that's a major red flag. Um, <laughs> I know. I would say so. Um, but right now it means that the mic is flaccid. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I think that's a really, I like your creative use of words sometimes. I really appreciate that. That means a lot. I think that that's a really creative use of the word flaccid, but I'm glad you used it that way. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Hey. We out here. We out here. Wait. Pause. Matt ethnic right now. Thank you. Welcome yeah. to the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club, the only show on the internet that's about Jake Gyllenhaal, but not for that much longer, honestly. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it will be for that much longer. Are you I move think... on to. I don't know. A woman? Uh, I thought about it. I did think about it, but I haven't decided who it's going to be about next. Uh, if mm-hmm. it's going to be about any one person at all, it might not be about anybody. Yeah. It might not be about us. Ooh, that'd next, be nice. I might make it about us and what we want to watch. I like that. Don't finally, you finally, finally, something we can both agree on. Us talking do, about us. We should do uh, the thing where I have to force you to watch a movie I want to watch, and then, and then you, have you to force have to me a movie. Yes, I could get behind and that. not consider each other's feelings we at could, all. We could, we could, because then we'd start fighting. We could. I don't ever want to fight anybody. <laughs> we can, we can touch base on this. Yeah, we can I think. Yeah, we, we can consult. We can brainstorm. Let's circle back. Let's circle back. In the meantime, <laughs> I'm. I'm the CEO, the CFO, this president, the big boy, big man in charge, and the heavyweight champion of the world <laughs> of the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club, Justin Gross. I'm just taking a nap outside. <laughs> Jen Miller. Wow. It's 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 just a night. It's I'm a just great day my, for it. I'm, I'm in a tent outside. It's a great day for an outdoor I'm nap, for quite you. frankly. Um, are you t- is the tent by the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club by any chance? No, it's just I just brought it. And oh, you I, just have a I tent. Just, oh, okay. Like, okay. Waiting. It's like you know how you wait outside. Uh, oh, do I have to burp? I did. You ever pitch a tent? Um, you know how um people sometimes wait outside at concerts. Yeah, yeah. With the tent, That's I'm just there, doing? but I'm oh, wait, okay. I'm just waiting for you because uh, because I left I left my phone and it's been days Ooh. and you still oh. haven't given it back. Yeah, I won't be. And I don't plan. And on, I don't know how I to get home. I don't plan on giving it back to you. Sorry. Because we're in uh, we're in Wyoming, and I don't know how to get home from Wyoming. I love Wyoming. We haven't left Wyoming since that since yeah. we went here for Breckback Mountain. We have not left. That it's is, just something yeah. about the beautiful charm of the nature and the rocks and the scenery of Wyoming <laughs> that really makes me go. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Here in the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club, every week we talk about a Jake Gyllenhaal movie that mm-hmm. we that we but more recently I watched. Yeah. Because Jem has been watching Adam Driver movies. Yeah. Here's the thing about the Adam Driver movie of this week is that Jem won't tell me what it is, and I don't want you to tell me just yet. I'm going to talk about the Gyllen film, which yes. was Southpaw, mm-hmm. first. But I I I really want to know <laughs> what the film was, yeah, and I'm very yeah, excited for the reveal. I bet you do. So. Let's first talk about Southpaw. Okay. Direct 2015 boxing sports drama film directed by Antoine Fuqua. In addition to starring Jake Gyllenhaal, it's also got Forrest Whitaker, 50 Cent, 
And my, oh, huh? I'm smelly. That's okay. I don't care. Um, and my girl Rachel McAdams for plot twist, twenty minutes. Really? So did she nominate for an award for this movie? I something? don't think so. Um, okay, I, I was like, God, that'd I, be insane. I wish almost because um, I, that would like that would like at least be something like interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but so. <sighs> I've decided to declare direct um, director Antoine Fuqua um, famous for making the guilty, at least amongst this club. I've Ugh. decided to declare him an enemy of the pod. Yeah. I do not like this man's movies. Did he um, make Nightcrawler? He did not make Nightcrawler. So the okay. movies, he's made a lot of movies that I, I think you have probably heard of. Okay. Which include Training Day. The e- no. He directed the Equalizer films. He directed, um, he directed Olympus Has Fallen. He directed that remake of of the Magnificent Seven for some reason starring Chris Pratt. God knows. You've definitely heard of Training Day. I don't know if you like know anything about it. It has um Denzel and uh Ethan Hawke. You've definitely heard I'm shaking of my head it. side to side. You have heard of it. Anyway I'm shaking my head. I have not heard of anyway, it. Anyway, the point is that like Antoine Foucault is kind of like like his bread and butter is kind of like clearly these really functional m- action thrillers, right? Um, and some of them are not very good. And I think that by some of them, I do mean Southpaw. I am sick to GD death of this trend that we talked about in the Our End of Watch episode, where the only thing I hear about a movie regarding, that stars Jake Gyllenhaal, is that Jake Gyllenhaal's, like, really good at it in this movie. He's really good at acting in this movie. His, like, performance is just, it's just so good in this Mm -hmm. movie. Here's the thing, Right? At this point, I think it's a safe assumption that Jake Gyllenhaal is a good actor. Yeah. Usually, when Jake Gyllenhaal is cast in a movie, it's because he's good at acting, and they expect him to do a good job in the performance in which he's cast, right? Yes. I think we can agree on this, right? Yeah. Like, I would say, pre, like, post, what, Bubble Boy? There aren't, like, a ton of movies that Jake Gyllenhaal... Just in general. There aren't that many movies. Not really, no. After Bubble Boy, they, they stopped kinda, making them. They kind of, like, hung it up. They were like, we're done. They were like, we can't I top think this. Yeah, we can't do better than yeah. this. Scorsese, Coppola. Yeah. They were shaking and crying. They died. They yeah, actually died. they're not alive. They're not alive. They killed themselves. They did a joint ritual suicide post Bubble Boy because they were <laughs> like, the we can't get better. What's the thing where you take the sword seppuku. and you seppuku. seppuku. They did seppuku or harakiri, depending on I think the context. I don't remember. Anyway, point being, I think I think it's like a safe assumption that if Jake Gyllenhaal is in a movie, he's going to give a pretty good performance in that movie. I mean, can you name a movie that we've watched where like he did a bad job of acting? I mean, Ambulance was maybe kind of corny. Yeah, but, like, I didn't think he was very good in Ambulance, okay. but it also didn't matter. It didn't matter. I think if he was bad, it was like kind of a or not bad. I think if he was like weird, it was like appropriately yeah. weird, right? And I even think like as much as I don't like this movie, and I will we'll circle back to it later. I didn't even think he was good in the Spider-Man movie. You did? He was. He commits. He's mm, funny. Okay. He's he like once it's revealed that like his character is what it is. Like he's a lot kookier. He's funny. He like leans into like the kind of absurdity of the character mm-hmm. in a way that like you can tell. It, I wish it, he was a comedic actor more because I think he's funny. I think that this is something that it, from his SNL monologue, which you know his SNL monologue wasn't very good. Um, I do believe that this is something that it seems like po- like a. Kind of mid-career beat change he's experiencing, where he's like, "I'm just not going to take myself super seriously anymore." Mm. He'll probably win an Oscar when he's sixty, and yeah. yeah, and everyone's over it or whatever. But for now, it's like I I can kind of respect the desire to have like fun 
on screen. The exception of all the weird propaganda movies oh, he's been doing. But that's even then, that's like, I don't know. The Guilty, I think, was mo- mostly born of like wanting to make something while COVID was happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously, it's yeah. still happening. But like, yeah. you know, while it was still. Hype, it, 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 yeah, exactly. And I guess I would much rather have Jake Gyllenhaal be in like a million more ambulances if it means that I never have to see a movie as boring and dour as Southpaw. Mm. My God. What's this movie about? So Jake Gyllenhaal is a boxer, right? I read a really good review of Southpaw from The New Yorker when it came out. And I almost, I don't want to like parrot it word for word because this is a guy who I normally don't really like. Uh, Richard Brody of The New Yorker. I normally do not like him very much. Do not get The New Yorker. I we started to as a family like relatively recently, but every hmm. now and then like I'll just go on there and see what they have. And like again, I do. Do they not... have free things or do they have the? No, you have they have it. a they have a limit. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Tomato. Tomato. But no, yeah, I normally do not like Richard Brody as a as a as a um critic. I think he's like just. I like that you said out loud. Tomato. 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 It's a thing. It's a thing on TikTok apparently. Where oh people really? Like, oh boo! Tomato. 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 I like that. I like that people are I like that, that right? back. I think that's fun. <laughs> I think that that's fun. I think we should do that more often. I think we should start throwing tomatoes. Yes, at people. absolutely. Rotten, bring rotten, rotten fruit rotten, back. Rotten, disgusting things. Fruit and vegetables. It, throw throw them a carcass. At, yeah. <laughs> of, of what? Like a small animal, but like nothing too crazy. Saw one today. <laughs> Could I should have snagged it. <laughs> I should have snagged it. Yeah, for throwing. Yeah, baby bird. Yeah, she yeah. just kept it and with me. I should have thrown it at you for doing it. a bad bit. What was my bad bit? No, you should have thrown it at me for oh, doing a you? bad bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next time you should bring a carcass with you, just in case. Yeah. Carcass, 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 carcass. Um <laughs> Sorry, tell me about Southpaw. <laughs> okay. Southpaw, it's a very bog standard like sports movie. If you've seen a sports movie before, you have seen South like a sports movies. drama. If you've seen uh, it, you've seen Southpaw. Jake Gyllenhaal is a boxer. He's a good boxer, but he's kind of this like really rec- has this really reckless fighting style where he absorbs a lot of punches and lets himself get real mad about it. And then once he gets real mad about it, then he starts beating he on the guy. He gets guys. mad yeah. that he yeah, got basically, hit. Basically, <laughs> and he's like forty five and oh, he's undefeated. Whatever, mm. whatever. Um, his his the drama comes from he grew up in an orphanage in Hell's Kitchen, but it's like something that's like just stated outright and is never really truly explored all that much. Please. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know that Hell's Kitchen was the name of a bar. I will be honest with you. In, I, I thought I, it was just named, I thought it was just the name of the Gordon Ramsay show. I, I didn't will, know it was named after a place. I will truly be honest with you. It did take me a very long time in my life to figure that out. Where it probably in New took York me, is it? Is it like it's a, in Hell's Kitchen. It's just, <laughs> is it just called Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, yeah. I think, How I big think, is it? Um, as big as hell. Is it like a bad, not very good place? No, um, I think it's actually currently in the process of getting gentrified. I think it's also okay. the gaber- one of the neighborhoods in New York. Mm. Is it House Kitchen, maybe? I don't know. Um, I think it's on Manhattan proper, but I could be wrong. Okay, I'm, um, I'm annoyed by all of New York City. So. I am also, but I also would love to live there. Um, I wouldn't, because I'm, uh, I'm not trying to gentrify Hell's Kitchen like you. I am. I love to gentrify. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal is an orphan, right? And his wife, Rachel McAdams, is also an orphan, and she's and she's his biggest supporter. Now, here's the thing, right? That's what women's job. That's is what women's to job do. is to support their reckless, stupid, stupid men. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: I truly did expect Rachel McAdams' character to be that classic, like Oscar, like best supporting actress, like act, like actor stereotype, which is beleaguered wife with a reckless husband who's constantly putting himself in danger and doesn't respect her, but she yells once, and that's her one scene. Yeah. And Antoine Fuqua, in fairness, did do me the kindness by having a scene 20 minutes into the movie where um, Jake Gyllenhaal feels insulted by a fellow boxer who keeps trying to get him to provoke him into a fight. Um, and he says that he's going to sleep with Jake Gyllenhaal's wife if he doesn't. Um, and so Jake Gyllenhaal proceeds to beat up the guy. And then his wife gets shot. 
and dies. Well, Twenty minutes in the movie. Well, then we don't have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, I was really, gra- I was really grateful that we eliminated any meaningful female characters. Well, within the good movie for by... Rachel McAdams yeah. for just getting that check. Getting that bag and, re- and running away. She's in it one time again. Why like, does she and, get shot? Um, because one of the guys' bodyguard, like one of the other guys' bodyguards, is stupid and he just like fires aimlessly into a crowd and oh, it just you know conveniently it just conveniently. happens to be Rachel McAdams because women are objects and yes. scenery and not actually characters or people. Um, yeah, so Jake Gyllenhaal, this sends, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal is then sent into a spiraling depression. He loses all of his money. He loses the custody of his kid. Mm. Um, and he has to become a better boxer in order to do it. And Forrest Whitaker trains him to be a better boxer, but, like, through hard work. Like, through respecting hard work and learning, um, like, indirect lessons, like cleaning and being like on cleaning. time and never cursing. Like, stuff That's, like that. He read um, one Jordan Peterson yeah, self-help book. yeah. And so Jake Gyllenhaal learns to respect himself and be, be, be a good dad for his daughter. And then he fights uh, the guy who kill, who um, accidentally inadvertently killed his wife. Um, mm. And he wins. And that's the movie. Okay. That is the movie. It is two hours. It is two hours. 50 Cent has the whitest teeth I've ever seen in On a Man ever. Why is in this movie? Just to act. And you said Rita Ora is in this movie? Rita Ora is in it for a scene for like five seconds like not even minutes Rita Ora is is this is like maybe this dude's like this other dude's wife and she's like oh like a like, Rita Ora like a wants drug to addict. act so bad I'm obsessed with Rita Ora's quest to be an actress because it keeps not going anywhere no she keeps it, like she's doing in 50 Shades of Grey she was in 50 Shades of Grey she was in Detective Pikachu she was, she was in Southpaw and not she was in Detective of, Pikachu yeah, she was <laughs> and not, at not one point has it panned out for her which, in a way that I think is kind my of my brother funny. really likes her music Rita Ora yeah really I, something about like I know like pr- like the people who are really uh his roommates like really into pop music like, yeah really, right really big music head really into british pop and i have always been like that i believe that brit pop is not as good most of the time most instead, of the time instead of specific say it eras let's 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 engage in this little tangent because i have i always okay. have opinion, i've had opinions about it for a really long welcome time to no, welcome, welcome to, to one, one boy, boy allowed, allowed. <laughs> wait wait a minute it's wait. turned into my show yeah yeah it's we're turning back into my show wait um where is it where is it where is it where where's um mm, mm. Okay, let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Okay, uh, where's Ellen? Ellen, bottom. At the bottom? Oh, yeah. Man, In tan. In tan? No, I'm seeing decent music. Oh. Please welcome Justin. Great. Okay. <laughs> um, my opinions about Britpop are as follows. It's always better, like, clean, more cleanly produced. It's much, yes. It's It's the thing that Chris Fleming said about St. Vincent. It's all head and no heart. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Um, you know what, Chris? Let's take it outside. Let's take it outside, Christopher. But you know, I think that a lot of Britpop is very clean and has zero personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I feel, right? I Yes, I agree. I You can tell me Little Mix is good as much as you want, but when I hear... I will yeah. not believe you. Yeah, no. Same with Rita Ora. I can't stand her one big hit that here. The, Which one's I will that? never let you down when you say you're lonely when you might not give it up. Oh. Whoa! It's really forgettable. Wow. Okay. I, I feel like I've definitely. It's funny. I, I heard it on the radio heard, the other day. I heard it. I also do not remember the song at all. Yeah, it's not very good. It's not. You're not very pretty, and you're not very smart. No. Nope. Um, it is not memorable at all. I just heard it the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, that is a Rita Ora song. Yeah. Oh, and she's got. Gonna love you. Like I'm little baby. Yeah, yeah. I remember. that one. I remember. That one's great. Yeah. I miss um, Iggy Azalea. Anyway, yeah. Why can't Iggy Azalea be on the charts again? <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> I like. How, I like. I like Iggy. I didn't, um, but I just. Yeah, I I think if we can have white white that Australian, would be fun if again. we can have white Australian rapper Kid Leroy on the charts, I think it's time to bring Iggy Azalea back. I think he's our. Yeah, I think she's our. If it. if Kid Leroy has rights, why can't Iggy Azalea yeah, have? I agree. Rights? I agree. Why do we only care about people doing a black scent when it's a woman? I think everyone should be allowed yeah. to do a black scent. Wait, 
Wait, perfect, perfect tangent. Speaking of, you know who kind of does a little bit of a soft black in this movie? Jake? Jake Gyllenhaal! Because oh. he's an, an an orphan from like urban New York, so he's like kind of has like that like mumble like white guy black scent. It's so fun. Like it's mm. not quite full Angus Cloud from uh yeah because he's Euphoria, probably from because the... he's like you know from the hood. He's, is but, he like, from? He's, isn't he also from California? Yeah, he's from Oakland, right? Oakland. But like you know, Jake Jake was born in like glamorous, shiny, bright Beverly yeah. Hills. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, glamorous, yeah. shiny, bright Beverly Hills. Hills. Anyway, <laughs> nice. We don't really want to talk about this movie. I didn't like it. Yeah, I'm it sounds of, really miserable. I'm, it was. It was so boring. And it was so, again, the Richard Brody piece on, on this movie kind of describes it as, like, completely functional. Where it's, like, mm-hmm. everything that happens Sorry in between, I would say, like, the four big action sequences that are just, like, Jake Gyllenhaal boxing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, completely, like... Point A to point B, like okay, so we've ha- we have these three big set pieces of Jake Gyllenhaal has his first big fight and it's intense and he wins, and okay. then Jake Gyllenhaal has his second big fight and it's really intense and he loses, and then Jake Gyllenhaal has his last big fight and it's intense and he wins and it's a redemption arc, and we have like everything else is in service of guiding him from these three points, and it feels completely incidental it's as also, to like that. One problem that I, I have with kind of sports movies mm-hmm. is in order to get you to care about something as kind of goofy as sports, mm-hmm. they always have to have some type of emotional gimmick. Exactly. It's so, it's like so cheap. It's so cheaply it's done, like the right? the movie, the, remember the Warriors or whatever? The remember movie, the Titans? The Titans. Sure. Do you remember that? I've never seen it. I, oh. Um, I, uh, I never remember A bunch them. of them die on like a plane crash or something. Oh, is that And then that they're is? like, you have to care about football now. Oh. Well, that could be a different one, but there is something where uh, I don't know if it's true. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just assume it is because mm-hmm. they like to do that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Football players just died in a plane crash, and they're like, "We have to play football really good because all of the football players died." That's and I'm like, "It's still just that's definitely football." Definitely a thing that happened. Yeah, right. But like, that's definitely a thing. That's definitely shut that up. Happened. I'm shut sorry. Up. <laughs> I've been bullying Justin <laughs> for doing stuff like that. I this this is what I think Justin Not said. On my watch. <laughs> This is what I think Justin said after Justin watched Southpaw. What did I say? Wow. <laughs> that sure was a movie that I watched. That's definitely exactly what I thought. <laughs> That's also exactly what I thought. I was like, yeah, okay, I watched you, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I watched that, huh? Um, I sure did watch it. Mm, yeah, that happened. Leave me alone! Leave me alone! Leave me alone! I am sick of being bullied like this! <laughs> that is so loud! <laughs> What's the one? Stop bullying me! Oh, Stop bullying that, where me. is it? Stop picking on me! Oh, Stop picking on me! <laughs> <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> Play it again! Play Stop Picking Stop on Me picking again! On me. Did you have another Stop one? Picking on me. I do! I do! Shut your damn mouth! Because it's funny. That is funny. <laughs> They're funny. F- listen. Because she's hilarious. She's hilarious. She's hilarious. She's like the Lana Del Rey of YouTube. I, yes. Yes. She's the Lana Del Rey of YouTube. I do think she kind of looks like her a little bit. She, yeah. The, yeah. the, the you know, it's all the people with face. a lot it's of the fillers. Face, yeah. yeah. Everybody with a lot of fillers yeah. looks the same. Where was I going with this? There's no, no word. You're right. Uh, yeah. You're right. Um, it's a lot of cheap gimmicks that make, that like, Make you like, like, shit, hold you by the shoulder and like, feel bad for Jake Gyllenhaal. Feel bad for him. Feel bad feel for him. Bad he for lost him. his kid and, he, and his wife yeah. died and he lost his I house. I still don't care his... about boxing. It's like, okay, I'm I don't sorry. care about boxing. It's just like, boxing. I would rather have you tell me like a convincing story about a guy who wants to be better at boxing yeah, or for, better for, for his... the sake of his family. Because the whole Rachel McAdams' whole point, right? Mm-hmm. Before she 
dies mm-hmm. is she's like I'm worried about you as a boxer because your style involves you just taking hits for fun yeah and you need to stop that it's clearly hurting you and I want you to be alive for my daughter and there's and they, and this is also mentioned in the Richard Brody review. You know who wasn't al- alive for her daughter? His, her. Rachel <laughs> but like this is also mentioned in the Richard Brody piece. Where there's this really good observation where it's like, this is this this Rachel McAdams motivation is in really good contrast to Fifty Cent's character who could not care less about Jake Gyllenhaal and just wants to make money off of him, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole point. He's like a manager. He just wants Jake Gyllenhaal to be profitable. Mm-hmm. So why is that not something we dig into? That is plenty of tension. That is plenty of intrigue. That is plenty of drama. But and like. There's so much to be born from that conflict, and instead, we have to immediately kill off Rachel McAdams and have that be the motivation. Yeah. Like, it's just such a dumb movie. It has, like, nothing going on. And I, I'm i tired I'm tired of Jake Gyllenhaal just being a good actor. Like, mm-hmm. give me something Give me something I can be interested in. Give me a plot. Give me, give me like, a well-made movie. Like, I'm sick of this. I'm, I don't know. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I'm tired of it. Yeah, so I'm laughing about something unrelated. What are you laughing I was, about? I'm putting on this tinted chapstick. <laughs> okay. <and laughs> okay. All right. I had this thought. There's this concept in makeup called your lips but better where you just have like a, a color that, a lipstick that's similar to yeah, your lip yeah. color. But my brain just thought your lips but worse. <laughs> <laughs> what color? What, for it's you, like, what, what color, color, would, what that color would that be? It, actually, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It just dries just out like, your lips it's more. It's just like brown and like a, like a, like a, like a, um, yeah, dries out your lips. No, you, you, you it's uncap a, it. It's uh, a gray toned brown. Your, lip, your lips, but worse, you uncap it. It's sandpaper. <laughs> it's just like a little roll of sandpaper. Just like, Sandpaper. <laughs> but the end yeah. of your lips are just like bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> your, they are your lips. They're your but lips. Now they're, they're, now they're a little bit worse. <laughs> your Je- lips, but worse. Kat and I have a coworker who wears like this like bizarre, uncanny shade of like pastel pink lipstick, mm-hmm. which truly does make like I to me like you know to each their own, but like truly does look like your lips, but worse. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like. You look sickly. How do I look right now? What do you think about? It looks like your lips, but worse. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. But like, but, like, do you know what I mean? It's like this yeah. weird, like, pale pink. It's like I love it, though. I love a pale pink. But, like, it's not applied particularly well. Oh. <laughs> so, you did nothing successfully. You didn't do anything successfully. It's okay. Um, I truly do not have a whole lot else to say. Rachel McAdams is too good for this movie. Like, she's too good for it. I've never seen she's her in anything besides so, Girls. She's just such a good, competent actress. She can do so many different things. She's good at being funny. She can do she's so good many. At being dramatic. She can do acrobatics. She can do a backhand. She can spin really plates. She can do a back handspring if she she's really an wants ex- to. She's great at hacky sack. She's a nuclear physicist. <laughs> she can. She can do Man- archery. Genetic engineering. She's Madonna. <laughs> she's the famous pop star from the '80s, Madonna. Little known fact. That's she's why... been a cardinal in the in the Catholic, <laughs> in the Catholic Church. Church. Not the Pope, though. No, not the Pope. She's not been good. Yeah, enough, she gave. She gave, good. The, she gave him on the Pope and the papacy to pursue acting, she's which was chased, I thought. That was, which, yeah, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, a chaste, a chaste woman who yeah. who cares about the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, she's dirt. <laughs> Shut up! She's dirt. She's just. She's everything. She's just. She's earth. everything. She's the earth. Yeah. I, she's the brother. She's the sister, she's the sister I, never I never had. had. The, the mother I, I never wanted. wanted. <laughs> the father I never wanted. The teacher that I I I gotta be in their class. <laughs> the teacher I gotta be in their class. The cashier at the McDonald's who gave me my thing of French fries. <laughs> the driver on the road who rear-ended me, but it was okay because they were a little cute. Yeah. <laughs> The police officer who who 
who kissed me. The police officer who tried to wrote me a ticket, who write me a ticket, but then I, but then I said, "Don't you know who I am? I'm Reese Witherspoon." And they said, oh, "Okay." Okay. Yeah, okay. And, and then they said, "That's it's funny you say that. I'm Rachel McAdams." I'm Rachel and then we start kissing. <laughs> In public. In public. Is it, is it my hot. turn? It can it can be. Okay. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say, so, so it can be. Do you want to know what movie? I desperately want to know what movie. I've been waiting for you to tell me like for the past funny is, 24 hours. Oh. You didn't watch a movie, did you? Oh, I did watch oh, a movie. Oh, no, you did. Okay. I, I did watch a movie. Um, So I texted you that said, I'm just going to watch any movie. I'm going to watch a, a surprise movie. Yeah. I didn't say anything about it. No, you, you were didn't. like, you you said you were going to watch an Adam Driver movie. I said I was going to watch a surprise movie. You didn't watch an Adam Driver movie. This movie does have Adam Driver in it. But I'll tell you who he's playing later. <laughs> okay. I watched the hit film, the American classic, the best movie ever made, Paddington 2. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! Now, can I give some history? Absolutely. Some history beyond, obviously, you love Paddington. I love Paddington, Everybody loves Paddington, too. Everyone loves Paddington, too. That's the whole thing. It was the best movie ever made on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, exactly, for the longest. Let me tell you some history. My my partner and and my my brother in Christ, my soul sister. Yeah. (laughs) No, just my partner, my romantic partner. Um... There is, when I was, uh, I directed a play in high school and I was at a cafe with my partner and the star of my play, we just, we just happened to run into each other Mm -hmm. and we're like, oh, what are you doing? And she was like, just got out of Paddington 2. Um, she sat for probably 45 minutes and described the entire plot of Paddington 2 to Will and I and... It was in this specific tone. It would be like, then Paddington, they took him and they walked him off. Oh, well, they did. He went to jail. jail. Yeah. And then they, they, it was like the whole, it was like, he went to jail. and then it would be like, and then this happened. And then Paddington did this. It was, it was 45 minutes straight. 45 minutes straight. It was, it, it was at very least like 40 minutes of that. I'm describing the entire plot. Uh, and so Will never... I don't never... Not in Paddington too. Yes, he is. I'll tell you. Oh, I'll tell you where he is later. Okay. We're not there yet. Okay. We're not there yet. All right. Okay. We're not there yet. All right. He's... We're not there yet. So Will's worst... He... He... Like, genuinely. Because I was like... I don't know why he didn't believe the reviews or what. But he was like, there's... I. This is the last movie I could ever want to see. And I knew he was sleeping over tonight, and I told him, we came to this news after I'd already picked him up, so he does not have a way home. Mm -hmm. So, he had no other choice. So you held him captive? Yes. You held him down? Yes. You taped open his eyes like in Clockwork Orange, and you made him watch Paddington 2? And he thought it was good. Of course he did, because it's a great movie. It's legitimately an excellent film. the whole thing, is that it's a great movie. excellent film. I've seen bits of Paddington 1. Okay. I saw it because our our people we were friends with at the time somebody's party they just wanted to watch Paddington but everybody was talking over it and I was watching it and it was just making me legitimately anxious because I did not like Nicole Kidman's plot line. Like I didn't Nicole like the plot line she's good it's just that whole plot line she's made me hunting too him. sad yeah, she's hunting him for sport it was painful yeah, to watch hunting him for sport yeah it made me really well, sad you know, you know Paddington is an immigrant Yes, he's a yeah. Peruvian immigrant. He's a, he's a Peruvian immigrant. And this continues in uh, the allegory of immigration, yeah. continue, not even an allegory, legitimate, the literal, literal. Yeah, the literal theme um, of immigration. So, yeah, that's the bit, is that Will would rather, like, 
I don't I don't know. Like it, he really like he went on and he was like, I really don't want to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there is no reason for you to not want to watch this movie right. besides you don't like you can't accept that children movie made that uh, made for children in mind can be good for adults. Yeah. You close minded. Yeah, tisk tisk. Tisk McFreakin' Tisk. Tisk McFreakin' Tisk, dude. Tisk McFreakin' Tisk. Tisk Tisk Tisk, my bro. It was disappointing, but I was glad to know. I I really, really, really liked this movie. It is a great movie. And it was so. I have like no complaints. One of the things that that really stood out to me that I didn't anticipate at all is Mm. this, because the poster is just of Paddington. Right. The serious stylization (laughs) of this movie. No, it's like, I I am truly, with both movies, I'm like truly impressed by like how much of a visual thumbprint they actually have. Yeah. Because you think like, especially, I feel as though in the West, in the, and especially like in the Americas, there's like a really good, like, strong tradition of like making a really cheaply made like film and then like smacking a children's book character on it like this is this is a children's book movie. Yeah, children's movies are really bad yeah, in they're America. they're typically very bad and they're really All the like illumination stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. Like I what I like about Paddington is that there's like a really weird sincerity to it. Oh, not weird. Like, there's, there's, there's a, sincer- a standout sincerity. Yeah. sincerity. There's a very deep sincerity to that it. That you don't get in most other and, children's and, and, and movies, which are It's very cash respectful yeah. of the source material. Yeah. In a way that I would not expect for a children's movie. You'd think yeah. that, it, that it would be, like, really dismissive of something. But no, like, it I... Is an, it is all around. Because, yeah, that's something that I think why kids' movies get a bad rap is because they are blatant cash grabs most often, of the time. right, yeah. Um, you fill them with the same few corny cliches... Uh, have to have musical numbers, have to have really bright uh, colors, kind of just cliche color palettes that are usually just bright for the sake of bright. Right. Um, right, for uh, the, yeah. right for them kids. Recognizable characters, even if not to the children, and now in the past 10 years, 3D animation. Right. They have to be 3D animated. Exactly. So, and they give no, and lots of just really obnoxious humor, so they give no, nothing for an adult to care about. Yeah. And it's hard for people to grasp that a movie that is made either from kids' content can be enjoyed just as much, if not more so, by adults. That is so hard for people to grasp. Yeah. And as somebody who I am at a phase in my life where I'm looking for media that is hopeful, that has good, strong messaging, that doesn't hit you over the head with how bad things are, which feels like most, most movies, things. most yeah. things, and but also most good, quote unquote, good movies are movies that hit you in the head with like sad like Everything messaging. sucks and it's terrible and the world is bad and yeah, don't you hate it here. And, and it's beyond like... I watched Grave of the Fireflies last week. Mm-hmm. Even that movie, which is um, not made for children, right? Um, but about World War II in Japan and the in the life of children in in this, mm-hmm. it doesn't even besides like the blatant bad that happened and bad, a few right, li- yeah. like some lingering shots on messed up <laughs> stuff. As a whole, the tone is not it's not hitting you over the head. It has no nihilistic undertone, right? It's just very, it still maintains some, like, shows you the good right. in a world of bad. Which I think is, like, I know that that's, like, a lot of people's problems with, like, the current, not a lot of people, like, the current state of, like, superhero-dumb and, like, specifically, like, I my, my dad hated the Batman movie, the new Batman movie for that reason, mm-hmm. where it's, like, it's apparently deeply ni- a deeply nihilistic film. Yeah. And I do think it is kind of, like, a it's really... exhausting. It's a really reductive, like, point that we've reached in, like, yeah. mass culture right now. 
where people from like the 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 messaging from the top down is like, well, world sucks. Yeah, world sucks, and everyone's stupid, and yeah. people are stupid and awful. And that's what's that's kind so of like, Why? excellent about um, Ghibli movies as a whole. Sure. Um, is Ghibli will show you again depends on the you know director, mm-hmm. but with a lot of Ghibli produced movies, they will take these really dark elements. But then show you the good between them, or they'll take really. Uh, with the exception of maybe Nausicaa doesn't really do that so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cast in the Sky definitely does, but like pretty much even in their big action-packed stuff that's filled with lots of conflict instead of Totoro, which is like a meditation on childhood and stuff like that. It'll still show you the good of people in these moments of huge conflict, right? Um, and that's that's probably what life is more like. Yeah. And also just generally, you know, a good takeaway. And that's what's so excellent about Paddington too is it's a it's just a reminder of of good. Yeah. And that's what Paddington stands for is somebody who's completely new to right. this world. He's, he was born yesterday. Yeah, literally <laughs> born yesterday. Paddington was born yesterday. And yet just happened, you know, was in a good environment mm-hmm. with his aunt and uncle. Right. They surrounded him with love and taught him how to behave well and treat people well. And so he is able, to, he's like an, he's untainted by the world. Right. And he's able to maintain this good energy and make everybody around him better. And that's what you want. That's what we should you see. That's what so, we yeah. should, that's what, that's what, that's the, that's the world that we should be trying to achieve. This is something that I find to be true also of the film that just came out, Everything Everywhere All at Once, mm-hmm. where for as like, sophomoric and like kind of stupid as it is, and it often is, it's like a movie. What movie? Everything Everywhere All at it's Once. It's stupid? Oh, yeah. It, it's a movie with like poop jokes, and oh. um, and one of the one of the bits is that um, in order to access uh, kung fu powers, these two characters have to use butt plugs. Um, it's, oh. like, it's a dumb movie. It is dumb, but it's also like one of those movies that's like... I have not seen this yet, it's so good. do not I would, spoil I mean, it. I would recommend it. The whole central conceit is that um, the world is bad, but also love. Mm-hmm. Love is good. Yeah. And we should love each other. That's the point. Yeah. Um, and I find that, like, it's so easy to, like, be like, mm, no, it's I don't like, like the that. default it's now. So e- yeah. It's so easy to just kind of, like, roll your eyes at that yeah. sort of messaging and just be like, that's it's stupid. Also, that's immature. That's, what drives mm-hmm. me insane, particularly about new movies that have mm-hmm. really nihilistic, is, is like, it's not specific enough to no, warrant it's saying, that. No, it's not saying anything. Because that's what I like about, particularly songs that kind of have like a darker point of view. Yeah. Is they are specific. They are pointing to specific things. Or at least, if they touch on broad things, go into more detail. I, yeah, I at least believe that you have something to say about yeah. them, right? Um, no, but like so many of these like mass culture, like nihilism, action, mo- action, and yeah. action thriller movies, like, just have nothing to yeah, say. Yeah, nothing to say about the, like when it says that like people suck. It's like okay, but like how? Yeah, why? how? It's like people suck. It's like okay, great, thank you. And um, they kind of go out of their way to tell you that without there being any like real well, again, life. Like I think of Joker a lot, right? Yeah, where people are like, we're <laughs> it, like... it suspends reality and ha- and its perception of society. Right. It, like it, be- it might as well not be. It might as well not say anything and, at yeah, all. Exactly, because otherwise you're like you're. It's this assumption where every single person is the worst, most pathetic, yes. most evil version of themselves, and they're always going to be bad people, and they're always going to do bad things, mm-hmm. or be self-interested, or be self-serving. It's like yeah. that is a really sad, exhausting perspective to take on the world where that is demonstrably. And that's untrue. what makes Paddington so good. Is like it shows time, you people right? who, of course, are bad and we'll just fit into that identity. Are, yes, yeah. yes. But what's great is the fact that Paddington. 
even to people who probably Paddington is nice anyway. Paddington is nice anyway, and he's able to, you know, little gestures just like they really add up and he's yeah. able to turn around people in his neighborhood. Yeah. And then they unify around him. And they're like, you know what? We will by the way, the plot is that Paddington gets framed for a crime he didn't do. Right. And is literally sent to prison for ten years. I am not kidding. A bear who is maybe not even a month old. A bear who's, yeah, a bear who's, like, a child. Yeah, roughly. maybe, like, yeah, like, a month old. <laughs> With a gay adult man's voice, but he is a child. Yes, but he Shout is a child. <laughs> and uh, in the first movie, he's being hunted for sport. God, no, but they're going to research him because he's a rare talking bear. Right. So he's already experienced huge trauma. But then I think they are going to hunt him for sport also. Like, she's going to, she's going to, like, research yeah. him and then I think kill him. Yeah. For, for his coat Just or something. Fun. yeah. yeah. Um, sad. Sad. Um, and this one... Nicole Kidman he... definitely slays in the movie, though. Oh, yeah, of course she slays. Slay. She always slays. You know who slays in this movie? Hugh Grant. I am absolutely Hugh Grant. with Hugh he's Mungo so, Grant. He is so insanely on point I, in I this also, movie. He is, I this is the best Hugh it. Grant role yeah, I have ever seen. Easily. And he I don't incredible. get it. I don't get, like, what he was on in this movie where he's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. I'm this guy now. I I just love this character so 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 much. Like I don't I don't have words. Even like it's probably been like two or three years since I've last seen Paddington 2. I wish I had more to say about like Hugh's Grant character Hugh Grant's character other than like I do. Oh my god, what a perfect role. He reminds me. I could easily see I had an English teacher. You know who I'm talking about. Who reminds me so much. Like, he's a normal English teacher, and then he goes home, and he's Hugh Grant from Paddington. Oh, God. Do you you, you agree? I think that I... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about that man. That's fair. I think he's too normal. I think he's too normal. Yeah. But I like the idea. Well, his acting style... Is more like yeah, that. Yeah, because this, sure. this particular English teacher I had was super performative. Right. And would, like, play the characters that um, if we yeah. were reading And them. would also, and in some like, cases, play the character of an English teacher. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Super, wasn't he was an actor. Right, exactly. So, yeah, and yeah. his acting style was very similar. It was like he was playing Hugh Grant in this right, movie. sure. The vibes were the same I also there's a moment where um, Hugh Grant's character goes upstairs oh uh, by the way Hugh Grant wants all this money and so the thing he steals uh, that he then frames Paddington for is uh, this pop-up book that is uh, a map to treasure treasure map right by the way Paddington just wants this pop-up book he doesn't know about the treasure he just wants to give it to his aunt because it has pictures of London and uh, his aunt wanted to go to London he just likes it he just likes he just it he just thinks it's neat and he wants to give it to his aunt because he's like a five year old he's like this is a cool thing yeah, this is cool my aunt loves London this is of London yeah my, well it's like it's, isn't it specifically par- partially like well my aunt can't be here yeah, can't but so be she here. wants to and then I they, should they, show her then they spoiler then alert they spoiler alert end of the movie Oh, I. We don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to try and get through this. They bring her back. They bring the aunt. They get that aunt. And I did cry. They get that aunt. And I did cry when I first watched it. It's so sweet. There's. By the way, this is. God, such an excellent movie. The fact that Paddington goes to prison 
and it's bad. You know, prison's not great. Yeah, prison's not great. He reforms the entire prison. <laughs> just fixes it. Just by, because there's, um, what happens is the biggest, scariest guy is the cook. Right. And he's like, oh, this food isn't good. And then he goes up to the cook, and he's like, the cook's like, I'm a big, scary guy, and I'm going to kill you. And, Paddington's and then Paddington's like, me, like, this food's not very good. And then he's like, it's not good. And then uh, Paddington accidentally feeds him a marmalade sandwich, and they're like, we got to make this. Yeah. And they make marmalade sandwiches. Everybody loves them. Everybody just starts being like, oh, I have this recipe that's good. They start cooking. They start baking. They redecorate. They become like a union pretty much. They accidentally dye all the, all the uniforms they ex- pink. Yeah. He accident- all the uniforms are pink. And here's something I wanted to say. I do not like Wes Anderson movies. But this is giving. This is it's giving, giving a little this bit. This is giving Wes Anderson movies if Wes Anderson movies were not deeply it had, like, annoying. It had like a soul or a yeah. spirit or like things to if say. I, if, yeah. if Wes Anderson knew what to do besides, uh, besides be a gimmick. Twee. Besides yeah. Be, yeah. be twee and gimmicky. Yeah. Um, I like the animated ones though. Yeah, I don't care. I'll um, rewatch Fantastic Mr. Fox one day. Yeah, I hate me too. I, I hate Isle of Dogs. I saw it and I thought it was fine. I hate Isle of Dogs. What don't you like about it? Racism mostly. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, but I don't remember that movie very well, that's fair. and I don't care. That's fair. Anyway. Um. Anyway, it's it's if you like Wes Anderson, you will like this because it's better. And if you like Wes Anderson, I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Wes Anderson poster in our apartment. Yeah, you do. And it's only because it the poster cool. looks good. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I will never watch that movie. I, I do not care. I thought it was fun. I don't really care. You shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I. Controversial opinion, I strongly disliked Moonrise Kingdom. Really? I thought it was incredibly... I've never watched it, so now I feel like I, I don't have felt to. It felt like it, to me, it felt like it was pulling teeth to watch. Wow, Because okay. it's so slow, uh-huh. and it it offers, like, again, the kids were not, in my opinion, were not written well enough. Because Wes Anderson doesn't know how to yeah. write children. He only knows how to write tiny adults. And so if you like the stylization, because I... I think in one of the Wes Anderson movies, is it the Grand Budapest Hotel Which where one? they all wear pink outfits? I think it might be Grand Budapest Hotel, yes. Um, and so they have all the pink outfits in the prison. It's just, an, Paddington is just like a beautiful ray of light and has really fun, like kind of, it's also legitimately funny to me because everything is so, they're making a genuinely good movie with a genuine yeah. message about uh, the prison, you know, the prison industrial complex right. and the justice system, like they're legitimately commenting on it. Yeah. It's my, it might not be the most complex commentary, but no, that's not but all. You don't, not, you you don't need a whole don't lot. don't need to say yeah. that much. Right. We all know it's bad. Right. Um, but it's funny to see. It, what makes it so powerful is you're seeing a literal teddy bear go, go through the prison industrial complex and be a victim of it. Yep. And so it puts things in perspective when you're like, oh, immigrants go through this all the time. So correct me, correct me if I'm wrong. This is like mostly unrelated. Isn't the guy who runs the toy shop a Holocaust survivor? I have no idea. I think he's like. I think he's like in implied real life? to be. No, 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 no. Uh-oh. The character. I think the character is implied to be a Holocaust survivor. Oh, I have no idea. Which is also which again. I think this might be in the first movie, which might be oh, why you don't yeah. know. Um, which again, it kind of strengthens the the again the parallel of like immigration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is. A, it's like a really well executed commentary. It's great. But also, what's great about the movie is it knows how to not. It knows how to set a good tone. Right. It's not trying to be. It's not trying to beat you over the head with like ham fisted commentary. It's pretty clear. You know what it's referencing. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't need to tell you because you already know. Um, and it knows how to balance jokiness and humor and not take itself seriously mm-hmm. in all the right ways. It's just a, the. It's just incredibly well executed all around, and this is a very well worth the hype movie. I just, yeah, There's just I, very little to complain about. It's such a. It's such a 
little triumph. <laughs> it's really. It, I don't know. It's such it's a little triumph. It's sad that I feel like even though everybody it has literal universal acclaim, I can't find anybody who's like, yes, we should do more of this. And it's so sad. We don't want to make delightful movies. People don't like things that are delightful and People make don't, you feel yeah, good. Delightful and not, I would say, like, not particularly complicated, but not in yeah. a bad way. Just like, yeah. And they're mistaking. We, um, well, okay. Here's my thing, right? Uh-huh. Can I have this conversation? I'll also shout out Kat. Kat has been texting me this whole time. Um, she's okay. also says, she says that um, uh, Paddington is Wes Anderson applied to an active film style and also mm-hmm. that Moonrise Kingdom was, in fact, annoying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Kat. We're, we're at this weird point. I, I have this, kind of, this conversation with Kat a lot about like queer kids media or like queer media for queer media, which is mostly aimed at children. Yeah. Because like, um, not in the sense that like it's made for children, but it's like it's set in high school all yeah, the time. Yeah, sure. Which like I while I'm kind of sick of like, like the Love Simon stuff. Not even like like where we're at right now with like Heartstopper and like things that are like um it's a new Netflix show. Okay. The point being that like um narrative queer narratives that are like uncomplicated and um always work out like in like a nice way. I don't know. Like it's like a fine line to walk, right? Because Paddington, I think does kind of strike this tone with A, it's, it's literally for children, but B, does kind of strike this like really difficult tone of having these like this like intricate theme and commentary while also being executed in a really simplistic way without and without being particularly negative or otherwise nihilistic, right? Whereas like and I and I again I think I don't think that it is performative, like performed sincerity. Like I don't think it is like, yeah, like no, disingenuous. I think not. that like this is just a movie that truly is in in the idea of yeah. like Paddington being like if people are and if everything is what is it? If people are nice and polite, the world will be right. That's yeah. the whole thing. I think that the, like this is a movie that like really actively believes that yeah. in a way that does not feel feel, feel sincere or, or um, feel insincere, insincere or sinister or like yeah. like we're being sold something, right? Yeah. Like I buy it. I buy that this is the, like this is the perspective that the movie has. Yeah, right? because I, it's easy to to see through that stuff. Right, exactly. Which and is, that's what drives me insane about the fact that like this new shift in tone in in our media as a whole mm-hmm. is. People seem to be mistaking delight for like insincerity or delusion yes. when that is not true. No. And that's why how I feel that's exactly how I feel about joke jokers that they're living in a delusionally nihilistic yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That you isn't can just based as, in reality. You can just as easily get, lend yourself over to delusion mm-hmm. by convincing yourself that the world is terrible and everything is out to get you yeah. and nobody and you can't trust anybody like mm-hmm. like that sort of thing is just as just as thoroughly not based in reality as like a literal talking bear going to jail is right like yeah. that yeah <laughs> talking like bear goes a to talking jail. bear goes to jail right like <laughs> i don't know what makes what makes Joaquin Phoenix being like, like shooting Robert De Niro on live television more believable to you than Paddington reforms the prison system yeah. with love yeah. like or, i don't know man yeah. i am kind of i am kind of sick of this cultural moment and it's why i did find like some reactions to everything everywhere to be so obnoxious because it's this it's part of this like reaction against like anti-new sincerity because people relate that with Marvel movies but Marvel movies are also not particularly sincere they're, they're also just, they're Marvel movies they're Marvel but like, but like when they say that it's like the feeling of like Marvel movies essentially being like similar to like um the meme from Fast Furious where it's like family, 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 family. family. Like that sort of thing. Where it's like, okay, but you Marvel can movies see Marvel, through that. Exactly. Easily. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Marvel movies, but but you dumb dummies have t- trained yourselves to see through that sort of thing so thoroughly that now you're skeptical of of sincerity. Because yeah, what makes what makes the Fast and the Furious movies and the family, 
<laughs> you know, that what makes that such a joke is because it is, the, you know, like you said, that is the lowest common denominator exactly. thing yeah. to say. Yeah. It's like, you gotta love your family. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Vin Diesel. Or, again, like, the same is true for, like, oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are about, like, finding family. Oh, isn't that complicated? It's like, no, it's not particularly complicated. And, like, yeah, in some, in some like, in the Avengers movies, it's really poorly executed, like, yeah. thematically. But, like, sincerity... I'll end, I guess we'll not end, but like we have a few more minutes. I'll end on this note where like the the stupidest take on media period that I've ever heard in my entire life is that sincerity is is far more damaging to, damaging period, um, than iron, like detached irony or like uh, cynicism has ever been, which is the dumbest thing in the world. It's mm-hmm. the dumbest statement I've ever heard um, in my lifetime. And these these were the Chapo Trap House guys talking about South Park versus like anything other than South Park, right? Because those guys aren't very smart. The, I don't know about them. You don't them. have to. They're not very smart. Um, I don't know. Like, you don't get a cookie for like believing that things, that everything is terrible or like, again, for rolling your eyes at like, a scene, the scene in Everything Everywhere All at Once where, like, a mom and a daughter transform themselves into rocks with googly eyes and they talk about, like, and the mom's like, hey, 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 look, I have googly eyes. And, like, I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Sometimes things, Yeah, like, congratulations that you are emotionally detached. Again, that doesn't the, mean that everyone else is. Yes. Or should I, be. Like, you're, you're correct. You've, you've assessed the problem correctly in that Marvel movies hone in on those themes, like, purely for, like, the sake, sake of, like, heartless cash grabs, right? Like, congratulations, you've identified the problem. That, like, that is the easiest thing to say. That um, family family matters, and it's important, and everybody has their own family, and family is beautiful, and everyone has one. Um, like, yeah, you're right. Like, that's a, that's, that is, it's, it's insincere, and it's cynical, and it's slapped onto every Marvel movie, to, like, as a cheap way of making you feel good. That doesn't mean that, like, Every movie that's trying to make you feel good is doing that. Exactly. It's taking advantage of you. Exactly. Or you're not being manipulated. You're so not, tiring. Being, you're you're not, not cool. being manipulated yeah. by a movie trying to make you feel an emotion. Schindler's List manipulated me into caring like, about that's the what Hulk. movies do. <laughs> movies make you feel things. Sometimes if you if a movie's trying to make you feel happy and gooey on the inside, like you should just try and let it. I don't yeah. know. You should try and let it. Yeah, I don't know. maybe you if you're resisting feelings. Maybe that's your own problem. Maybe that's your own problem fault, and you're weird, and you should chill out. How did you? Li- how are you linking Adam Driver to this? You rap scallion. So, so Adam Driver. Uh-huh. I don't know if you noticed him. He was kind of hidden in the back. He was Paddington in this movie, and you know, you've been wondering. Wait, he? I thought Adam Driver. I I thought that, I thought that Paddington was voiced by a different actor. Yeah, Ben. Wishaw. And he was. Adam Driver was physically Paddington. Now, you may have thought that that was CGI, but it was not. Adam Driver got very small and put on a little bear suit. And he just he just walked around town. He just walked around. And he was really good in this movie, don't you think? Now that I know that, yeah, he was really good in that movie. <laughs> yeah. You're so right. And this is true. Yeah. You can look it up. It's crazy that Ben Wishaw gets all the credit for being Paddington when Adam Driver actually did all the yeah. physical stunt he, work of playing him. He had to get I so small. He had to he get, had to get so, so small. small. So actually, tiny. as a matter of fact, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Adam Driver actually played every single role in this movie. He played every single character. 
Adam Driver played every single character, you know every role, everybody in Paddington I'm gonna 2. I'm going to make a bold claim. And this claim. is true. I'm going to make a bold claim. I looked it up. You don't even have to this time. Can I make a bold claim? What's your claim? I think that Adam Driver could play Hugh Grant's character, like, actually. Oh, yeah, of course. I think Adam Driver would actually be And he be did. He played Hugh Grant playing, <laughs> playing <laughs> Phoenix. Phoenix Wright. Right. <laughs> Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney. Miles yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was, that's that was Adam Driver, and here's my Adam Driver fan club for today. Go on. Which is here is Adam Driver's reaction uh, when I went with him to see Paddington Two. We saw it in theaters this year, right now, yesterday uh, in yeah. theaters. And Adam Driver came with me. We were holding hands. We were walking hand in hand, hand, and he said, "I was like, do you want to see Paddington?" And I was like, "Of course I want to <laughs> see Paddington." That's why we're here, Adam. Which theater is it? I said, Theater 3, Adam. And he's like, 3 is my favorite number. Did you know that it was my favorite number when we bought the tickets? And I was like, yes, Adam. That's why, you know, I know you so well. So he went in. And he's like, wait a second. Is Paddington a bear? I thought you knew I was really scared of bears. I'm deeply frightened by bears. And I was like, Adam, you told me that you loved bears Because just like Lady Gaga, I'm going to hold your hand. Yeah. 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 And he was like, I'm really scared of bears. And I was like, I'll give you I'll give you a Flintstones vitamin if you're really good. And he was like, thank you. I appreciate it. Could you get my yo-yo out of my backpack for me? <laughs> wow. And I'm like, of course. Oh, my God. So the whole time, we're just, luckily we're in the back of the theater, not to disrupt anybody. I'm feeding him Flintstones gummies. I'm, I give him like maybe 15, 20 Flintstones so gummies. So Adam Driver was just packed <laughs> yeah, full of vitamins, he's right? full of vitamins and he's yo-yoing and he's like, I feel a lot less anxious at Paddington, even though I'm deathly afraid of bears. And I was like, Adam, you were the bear. He's like, oh. And he's like, I didn't <gasps> know that Adam I was never, a bear. Adam Driver likes to not go see, likes to not see the movies that he's in. That's his whole thing. He doesn't see the movies that That's he's That's why in. he's playing, he, he, he feels better when, um, okay, yeah, you're right, you're when right. he's covered. So the fact that they put, they, they CGI'd like Hugh Grant uh-huh. onto him yeah. made him feel so much better. So that was the Adam Driver fan I don't club. even want to ask my three questions because Jake Gyllenhaal is not important in this episode. <laughs> no. Smash or pass Hugh Grant? <laughs> oh, 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 smash. Smash, how, smash, Can I say, smash. how dare they treat him? He got caught for getting a little blowy from a prostitute. Who cares? Leave him Who alone. Cares? Who, Who cares? Who cares? That's huge. That's, that's huge Mungo. Grant. That's huge Mungo Grant. He, that's his real middle name is Mungo. Could you fix him? Of course I could fix him. Oh, but I would make him worse and, on purpose. And yes, he could be played by Adam Driver. Yeah. I would I would smash Jake Gyllenhaal's character in Southpaw, but I couldn't fix him, and I don't think he could be played by Dylan O'Brien. Hugh John Mungo Grant. That's incredible. That's insane. Hugh Mungo Hugh Grant. Hugh Mungo Grant. Um, Shut up. Friends, that's the end of this week's episode of the Jake Gyllenhaal Fan Club. Next week's episode of the Jake Gyllenhaal Fan Club, I think is going to be the last episode of the Jake Gyllenhaal Fan Club. Oh, I yeah. think so. And as a result of this, I have decided to cave and backtrack on one of the morals that I've established for myself at the very beginning of the series, which is that I was never going to do one particular movie, with one exception. And that exception was as the very, very, very last episode of the show, which does mean that, yes, we are 
canning the Jake Gyllenhaal element of the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club I next really, year. I really, really like the idea of we turn the show into, I'm going to force you to watch this I do this think that's thing. a good idea. We could workshop it. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll think about it. I, I, I like that idea, though. I think that's a good starting point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're not going to do a Jake Gyllenhaal-themed show next year just because I have run no out. More. We've run yeah. out of Jake Gyllenhaal movies to talk about. Yeah. Like, there are plenty more Jake Gyllenhaal movies, but I don't think you could pay me to say something about, like, life or Everest or The Good Girl, so I'm not going to watch. Or Spirit. Or sp- I mean, I, I think you could pay us a lot of money to talk about Spirit, honestly. I think they should think pay they should us pay to pay talk us about Spirit. But that's not the movie we're doing. We're not doing any Spirit? We're not doing Spirit, unfortunately. We're not what doing Teen watching? Spirit. I don't know. And I would kind of inv- invite you to watch this one with me. Okay. Um, what is it? We're doing Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, I've so I've never seen any Marvel from movie. Far from home, it's not No Way Home. It's Far I'm from gonna home. Sorry, I, let's I watch this. So you okay. have seen all the Spider movies? I have not actually. Oh. I've seen two out of three of these new ones. I've only seen one Marvel movie. Period. No way. Yep. Okay. In full, the only one I have ever Which seen one? is the first Captain America. That is a bad one to have watched. Yeah, I was a kid and I was like, his head looks like a tomato. It kind of does, doesn't it? Do you remember that guy? He's yeah, the yeah, red yeah. skull. Yeah, and he, yeah, it does kind of look like a tomato. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. That's the show. We're, that's the movie we're doing. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry to have failed all of you. I'm also sorry that we're ending the Jake part of the show, but I just don't care about the movies that's anymore. Fine. Yeah. Um, until that point, when we do our last show yeah. of the year, at least for the Jake show, we'll we'll still be doing One Boy Aloud. Yeah. Over the summer, that'll be fine. Yes. Um, but until that point, hey. Hey. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 I really didn't understand the premise of the show.